This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to the Sky Blues Extra podcast, uh, proudly sponsored by Dylan's Brewery and the Sky Blue Tavern. I'm Ross Cooper and today I am joined by my dream team partner, Dean Atkinson. He is back with me again. We're on a roll, aren't we? Dean, we are yeah. on a roll, mate. I think this is like four in a row. I think so. So, you know, like you always say, mate, give the fans, give the fans what, what they want. They want. Um, great to see you, Dean. Thanks for joining me for our preview of the big M69, or some will call the, the Ross Cooper Derby, some <laughs> say, in my neck of the woods, being born in Leicester. And uh, yeah, so it's a, a big game. And we're going to obviously have a look at a big, just a chat about, about the game. And, uh, you know, as always, thank you to everyone for, for tuning in. So, Dean... Obviously, on the back of Oxford, which we again didn't, we can briefly touch on that convincing performance. Um, how are you feeling going into Saturday's game? Yeah, super confident. Um, it's our cup final, isn't it? Apparently, quality to. It's been a good season, hasn't it? For cup with finals. How many cup finals we had? I think we're at least on half a dozen. I, I yeah. genuinely think we are. I mean, when it comes to the playoff final now, we'll have all this experience in finals that we should be able to actually get over yep. the line this time. That'd be quite nice, yes. isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, you're feeling confident. And, I, and yeah, so big time. if we can't be feeling confident now, then yeah, you'll be the former on and the performances. When can we be? Exactly. That's one defeat in 12 matches now, you know, coming off the back of a really, really convincing win in, in that cup game. I was in the air at the time, um, so I couldn't watch it. I did watch the highlights back. And, you know, convincing. Played really well um, for large periods of the game. I was obviously very surprised to see how much of a strong side we put out. But yeah, it, was, it goes great, to show, yeah. one, that we're taking that cup seriously. And two, we want to keep the players in form that we've got in the side, keep them and in the side to keep well. that going. Keep that going. We had a, a week's break before we were going to face Leicester on Saturday. You may as well play them. You can't be going into that game thinking, oh, I'll rest a few players just in case they get injured because nine times out of ten, if your mindset is that you're gonna get, you might get injured, yeah. you're gonna get injured. Um, well, we so... discussed that, didn't we? In the you know looking, you know, in the preview pod to it, we we discussed that, and you know I, I was pleasantly surprised to see the team as well, and obviously and and sort of that was probably the most dominant performance I've seen from from us, you know, in, in a game that 
the expectation was that we'd win, but normally that doesn't expectation and, and commentary wins don't always go hand in hand. Especially whereas, in the FA uh, we Cup saw that last year, of course. And uh, yeah, and yeah, they're not they're, they're no mugs. They're not they're not some like you know rubbish you know League One team adrift at the bottom. They're they're fighting you know in the playoff places or thereabouts. And from minute one, regardless of the little setback equaliser, it was just complete domination. We looked not one, not two, but levels above them, and 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 it, and it showed the some of our well all of our players really looked so much faster so much sharper so much fitter tactically we were it was just it was it was it was mad really to to sort of quite eye opening and i think for a lot of oxford fans who <laughs> you got to remember when the draw was made we went on this great run of form and they saw this team probably down in 15th 16th in the championship and they thought oh we can take these it's i, a I think a lot them, yeah yeah i think a lot of them and i listened to their yeah, the BBC phoning afterwards, and they were absolutely disillusioned. I mean, to get yeah, absolutely their heads handed to them, and it, and six two flattered them. That that it really the positions we got into, it should have been nine or ten, it, no doubt about it. And I was um, yeah. I was in the the cab to the hotel, and I was kind of I saw the result. I was thinking, you know, obviously a brilliant result, and I'm thinking the journeys that both clubs have been on. Like we played them in the checker trade final. Yes, we've gone backwards and then eclipsed them, obviously to get back into the championship from League Two to League One and then obviously where we are now. But we are levels above that sort of side now. It's Le- levels, levels. You know, t- t- we know there's looking... a big gap between the championship and League One. We know that full well from our first season and a half, shall we say, in, in the division, when once we come back to the championship. But we're now so far ahead of League One clubs that it, it, in more ways than it's one actually it, literally mind blowing. It, it, when you think back to that checker trade game, which is so still in the recent memory, really, and and you, we took that big step, obviously back going down to then you know take these strides forward and just everything. I mean, I you know Oxford fans you know were ringing up their their radio saying you know the whole setup, you know the whole ground. Again, I went into the superstore, bought the new pony home top, mate. Like you got that. You got the know? home one as well. Right, the home one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need um, to. I've, and I've, I've the hearing, whole setup. I'm hearing thoughts about sizes, Ross. I'm not too happy. Uh, large was fine for me, and I get a large on the normal kits. It was, yeah, it's not a problem. It, Everything seems it bigger, apparently. Um, the, I mean, the sleeves are, but in terms of like the actual general, but the sleeves fit, in the 90s were like that way, or... yes, of course they were. That's what um, I mean. I listen, I would get the size that you normally get and in, in the normal tops, because the quality ex- that I'm seeing as well, like unbelievable, it's, yeah, it's like. Literally, as it was, yeah, it's absolutely bang on, or even better. The badge, yeah, the badge, the the sponsor, everything. So, yeah, I mean, but that whole setup, the store, seeing how busy it is with all the new retail, and you can see, you know, we've we've talked about how commercially and retail size. When you when you go back a few years to when we had the just the arena shopping park shop, which just did the home and away kit and probably a water bottle, and then you go in and you (laughs) see antifreeze. Yeah, and some antifreeze, and you, but you see it now, and and it's it's great to see so many. They were, they were flying off the shelves, or the FA Cup one that sold out, and everything else. But the setup of that, and then you look back to yeah, you, know, you think there was eighteen thousand there. That was our, just below our average attendance for our first year back after COVID at the CBS, and our average this year is already t- just under twenty five thousand average. It's something we said quite a few uh, over the last few years is that you get things right off the pitch. And it translates to on the pitch and vice versa. And everything's just seems to be going in the right direction at the moment. A hundred percent. And then, you know, and, and, and that's why I, you know, I've always said it, you know, the job that Mark Robbins, you know, what he did was paper over the, the sort of inadequacies of the club as a whole, which was still very league to, you know, very, you know, some areas sort of poor because we were doing so well on the pitch. It's sort all, of, you know, papers over the cracks. Whereas now the rest of the club 
feels like it's been it's elevated been lifted, up yeah. to where it should be. And the whole, I mean, it was a lovely sunny day. I mean, I was almost burning. I was like, what was going on where I was sat? But no, it was a great performance. And I think, I mean, yeah, it was unanimous you know, from their, their camp that, I mean. What about the goal? The goal. Oh, Ross. let's talk about the goal. Yeah, the Casey Palmer. What a... I mean, from from my obviously you've sat where I sit, and it was just being behind that, seeing it top poster stamp, top right corner. That that was probably from my seat the best goal I've seen. The only other one that comes even close to that in terms of view is you remember that Jordan Shipley one that sort of yeah. first time against QPR, QPR, yeah, that top corner. But and but it was unbelievable from Palmer, and he was an absolute joke. Like he was ridiculously good. And yeah, he's, he's getting to, he's getting back to that level now where it's just like he's he's so far ahead of other players in the division he, well again from a technical standpoint well he yeah. was he was head and head and shoulders above anything they had on the pitch like anywhere near then their, their best player was head and shoulders below him do you know what i mean it was like yeah. it was and that, that's just him him and o'hare and then sakamoto you know had you right night in the squad rested ellis sims matty godden you know and this is your chance dino to be really positive for all the people on twitter I'm, you know yeah. we talk about the, the Listen, players <laughs> we have to we have to be you have to look we <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the podcast is we have to judge things how we see things, right? And there is no doubt that Matty Godden is a fantastic striker. All I was saying last week is that I think we've moved on a little bit from what he can provide us. That's not to say well, he's shit or he can't do yeah, a job yeah. for us. He showed he can do a job for us, but under the right circumstances. Well, I guess and he showed is... against this. Look at this game. Perfect <laughs> example of that. Prime example. Uh, that's what exactly what I was thinking afterwards was you've got this league one side in the you know, one of the challenge for the playoffs and he looked head and shoulders, but like just sharpness and it, all it is is we we're now we're not a bottom six championship side. We're a championship side looking to minimum playoffs ideally next year. Why can't we go one step further and get break into that top two? That's where we're at now. And yeah. all like you were saying is is Matt Godden that guy as a starter to be in that that sort of team. But he came on and showed actually in twenty minutes, twenty five minutes that at when he's, he looks hungry. When he's sort of like, I don't know, a bit annoyed or a bit peeved off, or whatever. I think that's a dangerous Matty Godden. I'm, I'm also against how this this whole attitude thing. I, I I don't like to see it personally. I think it sparks up too many sort of rumors and all that sort of stuff. And how, what's the effect on the team? That's what I don't like about it. Like I I don't understand why he does that. Um, I is mean, is it to show that he's annoyed about the situation? Show well, that. By scoring goals, right? And then celebrating. Like the best thing in the world, all I ever hear from players, ex-players on podcasts, etc., is that you cannot replicate the feeling of scoring a goal. No, it's the best feeling in the world, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really with him in, in regards to not celebrating. I think it's no, a bit petty, if I'm I, honest. I, mean, I scored a wonderful goal on Monday Night Six Aside and I celebrated, I can tell you damn sure. Clins, Clinsman's? Uh, all of them came out mate oh, the, 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 I did the, the, the cup of tea yeah but no I, I do agree I mean I sort of I look at it I mean Robbins I saw on Twitter Simon Gilbert I think said that Robin said he was just annoyed about the amount of minutes that he'd been playing although he's played most minutes out of any striker so maybe he's just a bit frustrated at that but I mean it would have been nice for him to sort of smile and give a little wave to the fans I mean he doesn't need to go crazy because we fought five two up at that point when he scores the first goal but yeah but is he is he also respecting the opposition at that point I, well, I, 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 I think there's we a don't lot really of know until we, we hear from, from him no, right we are probably way. overthinking it massively but yeah. it's it's just a little bit annoying that I would give anything to score a goal yeah <laughs> for yes, cough, yeah. you know yes yeah I know what you mean and it sort of felt like 
I mean, put it this way, if he scores on Saturday, I can guarantee he will be celebrating. Um, and I bet he's probably saving them all up. The lawnmower will come out, the everything, everything. Playing the, the into lawnmower. The plane into into the, in front of the in front of the Leicester fans, fingers in the ears. That's all <laughs> the one, coffee but, cups thrown down. But yeah, I mean, yeah. again, a few players. I guess him, Casey Palmer. Um, you know, made claims to to be able to you know be in contention for for obviously this Saturday. Um, Louis Binks. It was his well, possibly his sort of final game. It was Kitchen's final game of suspension, so he is available. Looking ahead to Leicester, then, you know, I guess they're the three key areas uh, three positions that are up for debate and obviously palmer or Wright, godden or sims or kitchen and binks where are you on those three i suppose the easy one is Hadji Wright, right that's i mean if he's fit Hadji right 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 he's in he's in 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 if he uh if he's fit right so that's that's a simple one um who else are we saying kitchen and binks right that that's difficult because binks has shown he's been more than capable to deputize in that position but I would feel better if Kitchen was playing because of how well it went beforehand. And, you should, and then I'm also on one side of my brain saying we don't, shouldn't break that up either, what we've got going on at the moment. Uh, there's obviously an understanding there, but I would, I would still go for, for Kitchen. And what was the third one? And the Godden or Sims? Oh, no doubt about it. Sims, Sims has to play this game. I don't think Godden has got I don't think he's got the movement to keep up with Wright and Sakamoto in this game, like up against Vestergaard and, and Faze. I think well, they're slow, and, and you feel like Sim. I feel like Sims. Sims can get in there and get and at just, them a little bit. Yeah, and just and just cause a little bit of trouble, like that second half against Middlesbrough. If we can get the ball in behind Justin and Pereira, force Faze and Vestergaard into positions they don't want to be in, I think we've got more of a chance of Sims doing that than we will with Matty Godden. Well, well, I agree, and, and and I guess you know, sort of looking at Leicester's back line, I was speaking to to a few friends of Leicester fans, and they they seem to think that Callum Doyle's going to start instead of Justin, uh, and they think it'll be uh, Doyle, uh, Vestergaard, Fass, and Ricardo. But obviously, when they attack, Ricardo goes into midfield, so then that leaves that space down their right side, which I think automatically opens it up for Hadji Wright, you know, to, to try and exploit that. Do you know space. what? Bring that on. I'd love yeah, to bring see. It on. I'd love to see. How do you write against Callum Doyle? I think Callum well, Doyle's well, worst attribute is is when a a player is facing up against him. Well, well I think it'll either well it'll either be if Doyle's on the left, it'll be Sakamoto against him, which again I fancy fancy our chances. Well, just isn't Justin playing on the right at the moment? No, no, it'll be it's Ricardo on the right. Justin's on the left out position, but it, right, so then either, either or either. against Callum yeah, Doyle, yeah. as I say, his worst attribute is a player facing up against him and going at him. And jinking, he's not. He's 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 not he's the not as most agile. agile, is he? No, no. no. Sakamoto so, could. could that's do obviously that. a point where you can really get at them. So let's 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 see that. Um, yes. If Justin does play, I am worried about his pace. But if he's going to probably go up against Van Evac, it might cancel each other out in that. In that well, so that that'd be a good battle, wouldn't it? You've got potentially looking at Van Evac and uh, and Sakamoto against Mavadidi and uh, either Justin or Doyle. Um, and there's no one you'd rather have in the championship to go against Mavadidi, who looks arguably their sort of star player. Um, you know, one of the obviously they've got a few very good players, but he, he he's really standing out. And amongst Leicester fans, they they see him as probably being the next sort of big player that impresses next year in the Premier League, and then is sort of sold on. I think between he, him him and Dewsbury Hall, 
they've probably been the standout players in the championship completely for me. Well, Jewsbury Hall is one of those players, and there's a few that I think of over the years in the championship who looks too good for the championship, yet in the Premier League, I speak to Leicester fans and they just can't stand it and he's not good enough. Do you know what I mean? He's one of those, Michael Chopra always fits the bill where he was, he was a joke in the championship. Yeah. And then in the Premier League, just never, never hit sort the of heights. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously, look, he's, he showed his quality, didn't he, on the opening day. Is Juice um, Hall actually out injured, though? I, I've not heard that, no. I, I read a report where it was, um, yeah, he was um, on the sidelines oh, recently. Interesting. Um, over the last obviously, few days. I don't know where I've seen that. Obviously, looking at obviously, yeah, we all know about their form. They've only lost three games all season, only one away from home. Um, they have only kept three clean sheets away from home, so they, you know, they have, but they've only conceded more than one goal like once in the whole season. So, you know, defensively they are strong, but that a lot of it I think comes down to not so much their personnel because a lot of Leicester fans say to me they they want a complete overhaul sort of thing defensively um, in in the summer, but it's the, their style of play is passing for sort of passing sake very possession, patient, waiting for the clear and obvious opening. Um, so how, how do you think we're going to approach this game? Because obviously Southampton are obviously similar in terms of that passing style. We've seen them counter with one balls over the top against Millwall, Birmingham, you know, another side to lead those gaps at the back. How, how do you see us approaching it? I don't see us approaching it much differently to, to the last few games at home. Um, I think Leicester are one of those teams that, give up chances quite easily. We saw that in the first game of the season. I mean, we could have easily won that that football match. Um, and since then, I've watched them maybe four or five times and they continue to just give up chances against them. The good thing is that they score a lot of chances too. So I think this game really comes down to our finishing capabilities. If we can finish X amount of chances that we create, I'm sure actually we'll, we'll come out on top. I'm very confident of that especially with a home crowd, you know, it's, it's going to be raucous in, inside the CBS. Um, yeah. As for, for what they might do and how they might sort of counteract us, of course, they're going, to, they're going to try to play through the middle of the pitch as much as they can and then utilise the pace they have. Um, so we've got to be wary of that. But I'm, I'm not too afraid. I'm actually going to this one, you know, sometimes you go against the top of the division, best team, by far the best squad and team in the league. You go into those games and you're kind of already on the back foot because of just where they are. I don't feel like we're in that position going into this and we one. Shouldn't, and we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I think I think that's why a lot of teams have lost Leicester, particularly recently, uh, because they, they, they've already decided they've lost before the ball's even been kicked. And their whole, a lot of teams' mentality has been like, oh, they'll let Hermanson, the goalie, have it because they're like, well, you can't score if you've got it. Whereas actually, when they played Liverpool, now I'm not saying we're as good as Liverpool, but they it was a much changed Liverpool side in the cup. They got caught out time and time again, Leicester. Time and time again. And uh, we showed it last year against Burnley away when we created all those chances. And actually, we can give as good as we've got. And I, I, I really do think we are there with top three, four best sides in, in, in the league. And I think, as you said, we've got to be ruthless. We can't afford any selfish, silly mistakes. We've got to defend sensibly. But, you know, Van Aback, I back him to be able to get back in position and Sakamoto against Mavididi. He's obviously very good. We can't let him cut inside. He's shown several times that he can cut in from that left. And he's obviously got a wonderful right foot and has scored several goals. He's in very good form. Dewsbury Hall, again, can't give him time. And that's going to be Sheafs and, you know, Eccles or Latibodia, whoever he goes for in that midfield to sort of keep tabs on him. But we, compared to the opening day of the season, we've changed system. We've got Callum O'Hare back. 
We've got Van Avec who came on as a sub that game. He hadn't bedded in. Sakamoto came on as a sub that game, hadn't bedded in. Haji Wright had trained for one day, hadn't bedded in. Casey Palmer was sort of, you know, we had Kelly coming on. In all due respect to him. We we had Latibodier playing left centre-back. We didn't hadn't sign Kitchen. We had Wilson in goal. Our squad has changed a lot more compared to than theirs has since that opening day. And our style has changed in terms of the new system. And Van Avec now looks... You know, like a world beater sort of thing. Sakamoto, we wouldn't we wouldn't start a game without him now. Do you know what I mean? And had you right off the left. So I think we you think back to that opening game, you think to the chances we created and how we should have won the game. And I think we're in a much better place than we were then. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, that gives me so much confidence that we're a much better side than we showed that day and we were still very, very close to winning that match. And that sort of... Gives me huge optimism going into the game on, on Saturday as well. Yeah, it's, it's strength and depth in it. Jamie Allen, he was he had the heart condition, so he wasn't in the squad either. So we didn't have yeah. I'm a, and everyone was eight. new. Everyone was new. Every- you know, there's a few players that were coming late in that transfer window, yeah. so everyone's still getting used to each other. I mean, Hadji Wright was what two days, three days before. Yeah, yeah, and he was on the bench. He'd like trained one day and was there, and it was like, and you could just see, you know. Obviously, Godden started, and obviously it was the day where he, you know, couldn't, you know, obviously missed a couple of chances, which would have put the killed the game off. But like you say, the, the, the harmony now compared to then is, is chalk and cheese. Bobby Thomas has come from strength to strength. Collins in goal now, you know, and and you sort of, I feel like we've got that sort of, we've got that belief in the in the, in the squad now, which we didn't maybe have then. It felt like obviously it was a much changed side. We lost Jokeres Hamer, obviously that was the only thing we had, and he was basically controlling the game. And again. I think in that game, he papered over the cracks to the flaws of that system, the five at the back. And I guess that was the trait we had. That that Leicester game epitomised our issue at the start of the season was we looked susceptible to conceding, didn't we? Like we just yeah. sort of sat deeper and deeper. Whereas now the back four, it means that Sheaf or whoever plays alongside him can do that job. Oh, hairs in. I mean, he is a game changer, you know, um, which we didn't have in that opening game. So to, to link up and obviously Palmer, to have someone like Palmer in the form... He's in looking hungry like he is to come off the bench. I mean, is there any... He can any, change any... games, right? I think for me, let's not let the... We need to not let the occasion get the better of us because it's it's a derby. You know, it's our big rivals. They might not say we're their rivals, but it's obvious it's a it's a huge rivalry and a huge, huge derby day. So the occasion is going to be obviously different to what we've... You know, probably what a lot of the players have experienced at the CBS anyway. Just need to not let that occasion get to the best, the, the better of us. And I think, I, to myself, I think I, I trust Mark Robbins and I trust yes. the leaders in the squad to to be able to deal with that. Um, I still Mark worry Robbins about leaders on the one. pitch, but by the by, it's, you know, you can deal with that. Yeah. Mark Robbins for me is, this is his first home game against Leicester. 
that been in charge of us because obviously they've been Premier League and the first time around we were in League One. So he's very good. When we played Rotherham that season back in the Championship when we could have, you know, fighting relegation, he is generally very, very good at, you know, he's one of the calmest guys. He'll probably be the calmest guy in the stadium or at least he'll look it. And I think that will exude. I think actually what the players have got to look at is they went to Ellen Road, do you know what I mean? Hostile. And they, and they dealt with it. Kitchen, Thomas, all these young players. And I feel like... But it'll be in our favour this time. It will be. And I think a good performance and, a, and obviously and, and a result would be massive. And it really but sets I, us I, up looking, looking, looking ahead. Like this could be a real catalyst for, to push us on in this month, which it, we've, we've recognised it could be a very, very important month. It, a massive month. A massive month. And, and, you know, you look at the rest of this month and you look at February and you think if we could get a draw, if we could get a win on Saturday, back that up, you know, against Sheffield Wednesday, back it up in the FA Cup. You look at it and there's nothing to fear there. Yeah. You know, if you, you we've been to Leeds, we're now playing Leicester at home. If you can get past these and, and, and with a good performance and get a result, then there's nothing to fear in the rest of the division. There really isn't. And, and you look at it, and I think not maybe not even just this season, but I think what it would do for these young players, your Kitchens, your Thomases and all that, to be like, to actually start having that little bit of swagger that actually we can go to Sheffield Wednesday and go, we know we're, we're a really good team and we're going to go there and we're going to pass you off the park and we're going to, we're going to win the game like we did to Middlesbrough. We went there and we, we showed them up when we turned it on. So, yeah, it's good. it's an exciting game. Um, Our last win it... versus Leicester. Can you remember this? Yes, it was. Uh, the, well, I do remember it because I've seen 13 matches, Coventry Leicester. I've seen zero wins, <laughs> uh, six defeats. Uh, sorry, seven defeats and six draws. And it was the one game we won is the game I didn't go to, Leon Best. And Kevin Thornton. We've only won one since we got relegated yeah. from the Premier League. Liam Best and Elliot Ward actually scored. Sorry, goals. Kevin Thornton played it to Leon Best, and he was yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, you did get yellow carded, Kevin Thornton. Yeah, can but you, he, he can ran you the name, show. Can you have a go at naming the the team that day? Have you got it in front of you? Have you? I've got it in front of me. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say. God, Andy I'm looking Marshall. at the Leicester team. It was absolutely awful. Well, it was the year they went down, wasn't it? I'd say Andy Marshall. Andy Marshall and goal, yeah. No, you got Danny Ward. Fox. You got Ward and Best. Yeah, there's, Ward, there's two Danny Fox, Scott Dan. Um, no, uh, no, Scott no, Dan. No, Scott Dan. Uh, ben Turner. Ben Turner. No, we only played no. three at the back. Three at the back. Interesting. So well, we had obviously, five. With... Yeah, you had Michael Doyle, Stephen Hughes, Mifsud. Stephen Hughes played. Yep. Mifsud. Um, uh, Isaac Osborne, right back as me. Isaac Osborne. No. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll I'll go for it. So Ward, Fox, Marcus Hall, yeah, Marcus Julian, right back, Julian Gray, Michael Hughes, Stephen Hughes, Isaac Osborne, J Tab, Leon Best, Michael Mifsud. No, so some of those names are blast from the past. There, Scott yeah. Dan was an unused substitute, we, along with Dimi Constant Constant top of the loss. Yeah. We, we need, we, it's not that we haven't got a good record in recent times, have we, against them? And I feel like the biggest issue I, when I think back to all my games that I went home and away is I always feel like we went down with a whimper that their team felt like they turned up their squad like almost like their better. fans would. And they, they were like, we're better than these and we're yeah. going to win. And even the home games, there was a couple of times at home we drew and I was like, oh, you know, another day, could have won it. But I want to see us on Saturday be like, we're going head to head. Take it to them. Yeah. And, and, and actually relish the challenge of having the, you know, the 20, 27, 28,000 home support behind you and actually, and be like, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to silence these fans and actually do to Leicester what teams always do to us. You know, when we take a big following, 
and then yeah. they, they and they sort of turn up try and, and suffocate the crowd pressure. yeah so i mean yeah. bring it on uh, anyone else you can see getting into the starting eleven? Do you expect any other changes at all? No, I, I think it'll be it, for me. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Collins, Van Evac, Bobby Thomas, Liam Kitchen, Jake Bidwell. I think Bidwell is going to be very important in this game. I think his positioning is absolutely key. Where he positions himself at both ends of the pitch, I've been super impressed with him. Mm. I think he he he's coming for a lot of criticism over the last. 12, 12 months, I would say. He's a fantastic player at this level and we're very, very lucky to have him. And I think he's 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 showing some of the form of his life, I'm going to say, over the, over the past few months. Um, so I'm really, really pleased to see that from, from Bidwell. So he'll be at left back. Uh, Eccles, Sheaf, then Sakamoto. Is there a case for Latibodier? Is there a case for Latibodier? Um... No, I don't think so. Not at the moment. I think I think Eccles and Sheaf just is quite solid, um, and they've got yeah. a, you know a partnership at the moment which has been working well. And Eccles um, will be up for this game, won't he? You know, of course, yeah. Being a Coventry Coventry kid, so yeah, them two, and then it'll be Sakamoto, O'Hare, Hadji Wright, and, and Ellis Sims. Um, and wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity now for Sims to be a match winner and and kick on his his career? He has he started. Let's be honest, with a whimper, he's come into his own a little bit over the last couple of weeks. I thought he had, a, again, a terrific game against Oxford. Yes. Um, that might be something that just sort of slightly builds his confidence and he can take it into this game and, and showcase what he's all about. We know he's got talent, just hasn't showed it. Like we said with Hadji Wright, he's got talent, hasn't shown it, but he has over the past six weeks or so, and he's flourishing. So let's hope yeah. the same could be said of Sims in, in six weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. Fingers crossed. Um, will you be able to watch the game, Dean? Um, final tea time here in Dubai. Should It should mean they finish around about four o'clock when I'm four hours ahead. So, well, that'd be 12 o'clock. Is it 12.30 12, kickoff? Half 12, yeah. Half 12. I might be able to get back in time, at least Fingers for the second, half. second um, half. But yeah, I'll have him. I'll have Clive, Clive and the boys uh, live yeah. in the car if I'm, uh, if I'm driving. Fantastic. And uh, finally, I'll get a, a prediction then from you for the big game. I think they'll score. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with 3-1. Wow. I think we always seem to turn up against big sides at home. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Fulham game. I'm looking at that Sheffield United game. Yes. Two, two of the standout teams in this division. Those occasions were big and we brought it to them. And I think if we can sort of reignite those flames again for this one, I think I think uh, we'll bring home a 3-1 victory, which would be the perfect, perfect sort of way to kick on from this period, but also to sort of solidify our, our position in, in, the, in the league as well. Exactly. And it, it would set us up perfectly for a Coventry City Collapse against Sheffield Wednesday the following <laughs> week, wouldn't it? You back know, to so. back. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. it, it set us up to go going from yeah you know, potentially beating the league leaders to playing seeing the bottom three. But yes, that uh, fingers crossed, Dean. And we'll st- we'll leave it at three. What your prediction then? And uh, that's all we've got time for for now. Uh, thank you as always, everyone, for listening and for your continued support. Uh, make sure you follow us at Sky Blues Extra, and we'll see you. Well, I'll see you at the brewery on uh, Saturday at ten a.m. for some early pies before kickoff. And play up, you Sky Blues. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.